He will not only teach you, he will also remind you on the day of exam. So the Holy Ghost is my hard drive. What is hard drive? All of you, some of you have hard drive in your phones. The reason for a hard drive is to keep information so that the day you need it, you can retrieve it back. That's why it is called hard drive. So the Holy Ghost is my hard drive. The, the time where you enter a board meeting and you don't know what to say, at that moment, he will fill your mouth with words. At that very time, he will bring to your remembrance the things he has been teaching you. In your closet, he will bring it to your remembrance. Whether it be concerns your school, while you are writing your exam in the classroom, the Holy Ghost will bring to your remembrance the things that you have read. I'm telling you, when you are about to deal with a situation that looks so confusing to you, you don't know the way out. While you are at that moment in your life, the Holy Ghost, who is my hard drive, will bring to my remembrance the things he has taught me. Glory to God. I said glory to God. So number two, the Holy Spirit is what? what, is what? My hard drive. Now let's look at John chapter 15 verse 26. John 15 verse 26. It says, but when the helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, who proceeds from the Father. Last week Sunday, I showed you how that the Holy Spirit comes out of the Father. He proceeds from the Father. Remember that? And I showed you the example last week Sunday. If you, didn't, if you miss the message, get online, you'll see it on anchor.fm slash epicenter church. You'll see the message right there. Now it says, let's look, at, let's look at it again. Verse 26. But when the helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me. He will what? Testify of me. Number two. So listen, you know, somebody say, How can you know that Jesus is real? He says, The Holy Spirit will testify of me. The Holy Spirit will prove to you that I'm real. Number three. The Holy Spirit is my assurance. The Holy Spirit is my assurance. You know, when you have a question like, is Jesus real? The Holy Spirit says, yes, that's, that's my job. I will testify of Jesus. It is the Holy Spirit that makes Jesus real to people in their life. He's the one that makes it happen. He's the one that convinces them or convicts them. Sometimes people don't like the word convict. You know, when you go to the court, they say the person is convicted of a crime. <laughs> So, a better word for convicting is convincing. So, the Holy Spirit will convince you that Jesus is real. He will convince you. Number three. Somebody say, well, should I marry this sister? The Holy Ghost will convince you. Hallelujah. Well, should I move to this new location? The Holy Spirit will convince you. He will tell you. Say, the Holy Spirit is my assurance. Everybody say, the Holy Spirit is my assurance. Now, to John, now the next one, let's look at the next one. John chapter 16, verse 13. I'm teaching you here this morning. So you follow me very carefully. John 16, verse 13. He says, however, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truths. I like this. He will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak of his own authority. But whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will tell you things to come. Glory to God. Number three, write it down. You know, somebody say, does the Holy Spirit talk? The Holy, number three, sorry, number four, right? The Holy Spirit speaks. The Holy Spirit speaks. Somebody say, does the Holy Spirit talk? Look at it in your Bible. He says, for he will not speak of his own authority, but whatever he hears, talking about the Holy Spirit, he will speak. So the, say the Holy Spirit speaks, and he talks to me. Have you sometimes a Christian will say, something told me. Huh? The Holy Spirit is not something. He is someone. Someone told me, change your language. Stop, 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 um, stop making him a thing. He's not a thing, he's a person. Now, what is a person? A person is not just a it's not something that is alive. Because if you say a person is something that is alive, then we say trees are persons. Is a tree a person? Talk to me now. Is a tree a person? No. So we cannot say um, a person is something that is alive. So who is a person? A person is, somebody, is something or someone that has a personality. And to have a personality must mean that you have a soul. Are you following now? And what is a soul? A soul is where you have your mind, your will, and your emotion. That's what makes you a person. So the Holy Spirit is a person. Hallelujah. So you have to change your language, change your vocabularies. Stop saying something told you. It's not something that told you. It's someone that told you. And you can know the... Now you can say, Holy Spirit told you. Holy Spirit told you. The Spirit told you. Glory to God. 
So the Holy Spirit speaks, he talks. He can and look at look at the next line. I like this one. It says, and he will tell you things to come. Ooh, ooh. He will tell you things to come. That means before the thing happens, he will tell you. Remember, the Holy Spirit already knows your life from now to end. If the Holy Spirit can show you things to come, you will not sweat your life on that thing. If the Holy Spirit can show you things to come, you know, you, you can be in a company, you are seven years working in that company, and the Holy Spirit, that he, he has seen things to come. He said that if you remain in this place, you will get broke. He's telling you, spend two hours every day in the night learning this new skill. You say, for what reason now? What am I optimizing it for? He's, he's telling you, he's prompting you, learn this new skill for two hours every night. Just learn it for two hours. Because he has already seen the things to come. And he sees that five years from now, that job that you are doing will expire. And it's this new skill that you have developed for the five years that's going to help you on the next level of your life. The Holy Spirit will tell you things to come. Tell so the Holy Spirit will tell me things to come. You are about to make a journey. And that journey is going to cause an accident in your life. That will ensure that it disrupts all your plans for life. The Holy Spirit will tell you, don't take that trip today. Take it two weeks after. He will tell you of things to come. You are about to go to a place. And that place you are about to go to is the wrong place. Those people will tell you, don't go there. It will tell you of things to come. You are about to make a decision of who to marry. I am telling you, you made it, I mean, everything clicked for you. But first, wait, just wait, wait, wait. You say, wait for what? <laughs> he says, just wait, calm down. He says, wait two more years. And you're wondering, two more years for what? Time is running, time is running. He says, just wait, just wait. And then sometimes the one you don't even like at all, those people say, go for that one. He says, ah. But this one is not fine. She don't have the type of height I want. She don't have the type of shape I'm looking for. The Holy Spirit say, go for that one. Because 10 years after in that marriage, you will not understand why. Are you following? But when you want to follow your own, because remember, you don't know things to come. You don't know things to come. But he knows. And that's why you have to build relationship with the Holy Spirit because he will tell you of things to come. People will look at your life and say, how is this one just going from glory to glory? The one that was happening is the Holy Spirit. He'll tell you of things to come. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. He'll tell you of things to come. You are seeing, you are seeing a bush, mighty bush. And the Holy Spirit say, Buy this land, buy this land, this place. He said, uh-uh. What am I using? What am I doing inside bush? <laughs> you are only seeing with your two physical eyes. The Holy Spirit have seen that place 10 years from now. What that place goes because everything arranged in that place does not signify any progress, prosperity, nothing. But the Holy Spirit has seen that place 10 years to come. If you only listen to him, you will reap the harvest 10 years after. Glory to God. I said glory to God. That's why you have to learn to develop a relationship with the Holy Spirit. So this settles every argument. The Holy Spirit is also my, when I say he speaks, it's also my GPS. How many of you know what is GPS? How many of you have GPS on your phone? You know, GPS, in fact, your GPS can tell you when traffic is ahead of the road. While you are still there, it tells you there's traffic in this road. Don't, don't, don't follow this route. That's where the Holy Ghost is. When there's traffic ahead, he knows already. It's your GPS. And do you know that with GPS, you can never miss a way in life? Do you know that? Let me explain how GPS works. GPS, you don't ever use to miss way. The way it works is, if GPS tells you this is the way, hmm, and then you miss the way, you know what GPS will do? GPS will give you another route. Now this route may be 30 minutes instead of 5 minutes journey. You will now use 30 minutes in that route, then you will go again. That's how GPS works. With GPS, you will never miss your direction. But if you follow it carefully, you will get to your destination on time. Can you say amen? Can you say amen? So question is, do you want to struggle through life? Do you want to go through failed and broken relationships? Do you want to? You want to go through the pathway of life that will cause you pain. He can tell you of bad friends ahead. He can, he, he, he can help you of years of addiction that is about to come. He can tell you into all things. When you're about to take the wrong route ahead, he knows. You say, hey, don't go that way. When you're about to get into a new business, you pick the wrong business partner. The Holy Spirit will tell you, don't go into business with this guy. Well, everything is looking like this is the right guy. But then God said, don't. If you only will listen to him, he will guide you into all truth. He will tell you of things to come. Can you say amen? Everybody say the Holy Spirit speaks. But you know something? 
we prefer to hear what others have to say than what the Holy Spirit has to say. How can you be listening to somebody that does not know the future? How can you be listening to somebody that doesn't have any proofs, doesn't have any credentials of what he's talking about? You know, there's, there's one guy, I don't know how to call his name, on, on YouTube. The guy has more than one million subscribers on YouTube. He talks about how to be a millionaire. When he's, in, when, when he's doing the video, you see him inside Bentley. You say, we rich people, this is how we do. You know, we know how to calculate that money. You see the guy, he will tell you that to, for, you to, for him to consult for you, he will charge you $10,000 per hour. Ten, that's, that's almost $6 million per hour. Just for you to talk to him. That's what he charges. I know his website, I know him very well. He does videos. Guess what? I saw on the news that the guy is a broke guy. Has no money, has nothing. He's even, they won't lock him up in prison now. But on social media, the guy is a million, balling. In fact, people are dreaming to be like him. Human beings prefer to listen to that kind of person that listen to the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit knows of things to come. He will tell you about your finances. He will tell you about your marriage. He will tell you about your business. He will tell you about the school. The Holy Spirit can even tell you the school to go to. He will tell you the school to go. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Some people are just faking it. Don't fake it in Jesus' name. Someone say fake it until you make it. Okay? Continue. The Holy Spirit, listen, most human beings cannot tell you of things ahead except the Holy Spirit is at work in them. So through the Holy Spirit in them, they can tell you of things ahead. So what won't you know for the Holy Spirit? Listen, when you learn to build relationship with the Holy Spirit, you will not need to, oh, I'm going to enter trouble now. You don't need to pay for prophetic word, $200. No, you will not need to pay any money. You will not need to go and queue to hear what God has to say because, listen, what any pastor is telling you, any prophet is telling you, should not be new information. It should only be confirmation of what the Spirit has already told you. So it's only a tweaking or correcting that we should be doing. But if it's new information, there's a problem. That's why many go into error. Because you're not hearing from God yourself. And the Holy Spirit wants to talk to you. You. He wants to talk to you. Every time he's speaking, let me tell you the problem. Do you have any clothes, any material, any handkerchief? Let me tell you the problem that happens. Yes, this is what happens. The Holy Spirit is talking to you now. Brother, come. He's, he's, trying, to, he's trying to figure out the next thing to do. Now, this, the Holy Spirit is here. Are you listening? Yeah, just face that way. Anything you hear me say, just say. This is what happens. The Holy Spirit is talking. He can't get nothing. You know why? Because no relationship. The reason is too far. The Holy Ghost is talking, but it's nothing. Almost. It's all blocked here. It's blocked. That's what happened to many Christians. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hallelujah. But you have to break that muscle so you can hear clearly. Everybody say, tune your frequency correctly. How many of you know that there's radio signal in this room right now? The radio signal is here, right? But can you hear the radio? Can you hear FM? What's Gotel radio frequency? 91.9. Can you hear the radio now? You are not tuned to that frequency. Are you seeing that? If you get even your phone, your phone has a, can receive FM. If you plug your phone out to 91.9, you start receiving signals. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. So, whatever you want to produce in your life, the Holy Spirit will tell you of things to come. Say, so the Holy Spirit will tell me of things to come. So the Holy Spirit will tell me of things to come. Listen, listen. When you start living in the Spirit, many people will not be able to predict you anymore. The Bible says that the man that is born again is like the Spirit. You cannot tell where he's going and you can't tell where he's coming. You can't tell anything. You should be seeing the guy making you say, how, how are you doing? How are you doing it? You just smile. You not tell you anything. But the Holy Spirit is the one that will lead you from glory to glory. Can you say amen to somebody? Listen, how, how is it that some, some of us, we don't have formal training in the things that we are doing, but we are doing it so excellently. How are we able to do it? Because of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit tells of things to come. I told you in church here, I was praying here, December 2020. December 2020. I was in church when we were praying, and the Holy Spirit told me, He says, go into this new line of business. Those people told me, I was in church here. Never had a formal training. Never gone to any school about it. Never done nothing about it. The Spirit of God said, go into this line. 
going through this thing. And I started to get the books, get the materials, studying about it for more than a year. Today now, the Spirit of God has made us in charge of many things. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit can tell you, it's time for you to go into shoe business. You don't know nothing about shoe business, but go into it. Start, it will tell you, it will connect you to the people that you need to be connected to, the mentors that you need, the investors that you need, the people that are required to make that business prosperous. It will tell you, it will guide you of things to come. Can you say amen? I said, can you say amen? Tell somebody, it's the Holy Spirit, it's the Holy Spirit, it's the Holy Spirit that is beautifying my life. Some of you, you are holding back your creativity. You are holding back the virtue that God has put in you. Why? Because you have not learned to lean on the Holy Spirit. Say, the Holy Spirit is my advantage. Say, the Holy Spirit is my advantage. Most of the time, God is speaking, but you are not hearing what he's saying. You're not, you're not hearing anything at all. John chapter 16, verse 7. I read from the New King James Version. John 16, verse 7. Are you there? Can we read together? I want to go. John 67, let's read together. I want to go. Nevertheless, uh -huh, I tell the truth. It is to your advantage. Mark that word in your Bible. It is to your advantage that I go away. Jesus now, imagine Jesus. He has um, 12 more hours to leave the earth. And he calls the disciples. If human beings have 12 more hours to leave the earth, what would they tell them? They would tell them, I have this investment in that place. I have this property in that place. I have this thing there. Blah, blah, blah. That's what they would do. But look at what Jesus was telling the disciples. In his last 24 hours to leave the earth, look at what he told him. He says, nevertheless, I tell you, it is to your advantage that I go away. He said, it is better for me to go away. Why? He says, for if I do not go away, the helper, who is the helper? Who is the helper? Talk to me. The Holy Spirit will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. Teach. So the Holy Spirit is my advantage. Listen, if you are a Christian who has received God 3.0, you are no more disadvantaged in your life. You have all the advantage now because you have the Holy Spirit. Because remember, the Holy Spirit is God. But don't act as though he's not God. Hallelujah. So the Holy Spirit is God. Listen, brothers and sisters, there are certain parts of your Christian life you will not be able to explain. You, only, you can only experience it. Because if you know everything about God, then you should be the God we should be worshipping. That's why God has some mystery you don't know about. That's why it's called God. Listen, let me, in fact, I wrote down something for you here, for you to hear. A God that is exhaustively understood by finite human beings is not one that is glorious enough to be worshipped. If you know everything about God, then you should be the one who should be worshipping. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Listen, so, you know, sometimes you open your Bible and you're wondering, I don't understand what's going on. I don't understand the scripture. The Holy Spirit will teach you the scriptures. Most of the things I know today, the Holy Spirit taught me from scripture. Never been to Bible school. Never gone to any formal training in preaching. But the Holy Spirit taught me everything. I remember years ago, one day I told the Holy Spirit, 2011. I told the Holy Spirit, I said, Holy Spirit, I said, why are you teaching me all this? Why are you teaching me all this? He said, a day is coming, you need it. I never knew that one day, God would then be start the church. Never knew. 2011. I was not going to preach. I was not doing, I was not even a pastor. I was sitting in my room 2010. I would study Bible, listen to a message throughout the day. The Holy Spirit is teaching me, teaching me all this, teaching me many things. Guide me to read this book. Go and read this book. Go and read this book. Go and follow, follow this author. Follow this. Many people told me to follow. I, in fact, let me, let me tell you something. I remember 2009. I read all Kenneth Hagin's book. How many of you know Kenneth Hagin? All these books I've read, I've read, I've read, I've read all. I knew Kenneth Hagin after he has died. Can you imagine that? I read all these books. In fact, at the time, I think I was canonized. When you hear me talk, you think Kenneth Hagin that is talking. Any book you want to have read, I've digested all these books. All. One time, we were going, if I don't on campus then, God now led us to um, Pastor Chris then. Oh boy. All this, if I have hard drive, one terabyte of message, we download it on YouTube. Download anyone can get it, we download. We digest it, inject it. In fact, until even in our dream, we are seeing him in our dream. Hallelujah. I, God, one time, God told me, told me to go to Andrew Womack. 
How many of you have drama? If you see a drama preaching and you think he's a lazy preacher, but the man is solving something else. I've read almost all his books. All I've read all his books. Message that I'll listen to audio. Download the audio. Put in my earpiece. As I'm walking through what I'm doing, I'm listening to the message. Digesting it. Or is it just a priest? All, all his sermons from 2000 to 2015. All. I'll listen to all. Hallelujah, somebody. I said the Holy Spirit will teach you of things to come. Glory to God. And you don't need any man to convince you because he will teach you the scriptures. The Holy Spirit will consume you. Listen, the reason why many people are not yet convinced about the Holy Spirit is because the Holy Spirit has not consumed them. When the Holy Spirit consumes you, he will convince you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Last week, I told you about God, God, God. Do you remember? I told you about God the Father. Next one, I told you. God the Son. The third one is what? I want to talk to me this morning. You buy a young people. Number one, God the... Number two... You know, that's because I'm trying to explain it. And I told you, what is the title of the first God? Father, right? Second one, we said Jesus. The third one, Holy Spirit. What is his function? What is his function? The Father, the function of the Father is what? Provider. Second one, function of, of Jesus. Salvation. Holy Spirit, third is function. Helper. Then we talked about, um, the next one, we talked about status. Where is the status of God the Father? We said he is set apart and holy. Then the status of Jesus Christ is seated in heaven. Glory to God. Then we said, status of the Holy Spirit is active in the earth. So the Holy Spirit is the only of the Godhead personality in the earth. He's the only one in the earth. God the Father is in heaven. Jesus Christ is in heaven. So the man in heaven. But the Holy Spirit is here with us. Then what is the location? Okay, I've already said it already. What's the location of, of God the Father in heaven? Location of, of God the Son in heaven? The location of God the Holy Spirit? So when somebody say, I saw Jesus in my dream. Had you seen the Holy Spirit brought his presence to you? Are you seeing that? He's the one that transmits the praise of God. When someone says, I felt God in my life, I felt God. The Holy Spirit is the one that made it possible for you to experience God. Hallelujah, somebody. But now, let, let me make this more interesting. Now, let me use myself now. I am tossing, tossing, and tossing. Now, listen, are you following? Imagine you can divide me into three parts now. Three of three, three toasts now. The same, they, they dress the same, they talk the same, they do the same. Toasting, are you following? Now, I have three titles. Number one title, this same toasting has a title called pastor. Everybody say pastor. Now, this same toasting has another title called provider. Okay, no. Um, father. My man's title is what? Father. Then my third title is husband. Now, let's start again. We said toasting, 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 right? What's my first function? Pastor. Second function? Provider. Third function? Partner. Everybody say partner. Everybody say partner. So, as a pastor, my function is a leader. Are you seeing that? As a father, my function is a provider. I have to provide for my father. Why? Because that's, that's the meaning of the word father. Father means provider. Father means source. That's the word meaning of father. So, I'm a father. Father means source, he means provider. Now, what is the function of husband? My function as a husband is partner to my wife. Can you say amen? I hear some people say, oh, my wife is first lady. No, my wife is not first lady because there's no second lady or third lady. I only have one wife. The only one, first and only. Glory to God. I said glory to God. I said glory to God. All right, so now, what's my status as a pastor? My status is lead servant. Are you following? My status is, as a father, is also lead servant. My status as a husband is also lead servant. <laughs> Glory to God. That's another element of me entirely. Whether you are a boss in your office, wherever you are, your function is to be the lead servant. Glory to God. Now, where is my location as a pastor? My location now as a pastor is EC, Ebenezer Church. Are you following? Now, what's my location as a father? My location as a father is to be present. To be present. My son needs something from me now. I should be present. If you're a father that you are not present, something is wrong with your fatherhood. You are not fulfilling your fatherhood responsibility. That's the topic. That's, this one is not very similar. That's a different topic entirely. Now, what is my location to my wife as a partner? Wherever she's at. If my wife is here, I have to be there. If my wife says, let's go there, I have to go. <laughs> Can you say amen somebody? 
My wife said, come and sleep with you on this bed. I have to go there. So that's where my location is. Wherever she's at, I have to be there. Hello, somebody. Now, now follow this now. Now, if my boy, if my wife tells me now that my boy is not feeling well, hmm? remember, this tosi is pastor. Hmm? I'm also father. I'm also husband. Are you following? Now, when my boy comes to me and says, oh, dad, I'm not feeling well. Now, even though when I show up to him now, I have to show up to him as what? As father, not as pastor. But remember, when I came to him, the pastor also came. Are you following what I'm telling you? The pastor is also there. The husband is also there. Somebody can even see me in the hospital and say, man, pastor, I loved your message. I'm sorry, it was so powerful. I said, thank you very much. But remember, my main role at that point in time is to be father. Are you following? When my boy comes to me in the house and he's running to me, we're running to me. He's not, he's not running to me as pastor. He's running to me as father. Are you following what I'm saying? Now, when I come to church now, you come to me as pastor now. You don't come to me as husband. Are you following? When I go to meet my wife, eh? my wife come and tell me the night. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe my wife come and tells me, come and massage my back. I will not come as pastor. Eh? And I say, the Lord will massage you in Jesus' name. Have you seen that? <laughs> That's not going to work. I have to come now as husband. Have you seen that? I have to press the leg, massage the leg, and say, You find sleep well. That will have that, that's the rule now. But remember, even though I was doing that, the pastor was also there. You follow what I'm telling you? You know, most of the time, most of us we don't know when to bring out what we want to bring out at a particular time in our life. Sometimes, you know, somebody that you're supposed to be loving, you are, you are, you are, the person say, Man, it's not going to say, Don't worry. It's not time to bring out scripture. The Bible says in First Thessalonians chapter 4 that it will help you and massage you in Jesus' name. No! That's the wrong time to do that. You have to know when to bring the particular rule every time. Glory to God. I said, glory to God. I said, glory to God. Mm -hmm. Some pastors are very interesting. So, when one person shows up, the three shows up. Are you following? When I show up, the pastor shows up, the father shows up, the husband shows up. The same thing with God. When God, the Holy Spirit, shows up, the God, the Father, is there. Jesus is also there. Are you getting what I'm saying now? I'll try to explain to you because it's a mystery. So at creation, Bible says, let us create man in our image. God, the Father, was there. God, the Son, was there. God, the Holy Spirit, was there. On the cross, God, the Father, was there. God, the Holy Spirit, was there. God, the Son, was there. Hallelujah. Now, let me show you in the scripture where three of them are in one place at the same time. John chapter 14, verse 16. Who has the Bible? John 14, 16. If you're there, read. Uh -huh, I'll ask the Father. Now, listen. Now, mark it, Father. God the Father is there. I'll ask the Father. Now, who is asking now? Who is, who is the one asking? Jesus now is talking to the Father too. Uh -huh. the, and he will give you another helper in bracket Holy Spirit. Three of them in one scripture. Now, drop down to verse 26 now and read. Just to convince some of you. To show you how to throw them. 26. But the helper. Who is the helper? The Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Mark it your Bible, huh? The Comforter, Advocate. Uh -huh. No, move that. You're living amplified by the, the Holy Spirit, uh -huh. whom the Father will send. Whom the, the Father, that's God the Father right there, will send in, in my, my name. name. Who is my name? Jesus. Three of them in that scripture. All right. Now go to John chapter 15, verse 26. John 15, 26. See three of them in the same scripture again. But when the Helper. But when the Helper, who is the Helper? Holy Spirit, uh -huh. comes. comes uh -huh. Who I will send to you? Who from, I will send to you? Uh -huh. From the Father. From the Father. That's God the Father right there again. Uh -huh. That's the Spirit of Truth. Uh -huh. Who comes from the Father? Now, first verse. Who was the person talking? Jesus. Jesus. Three of them. That's the scripture again. Are you seeing it? Luke three twenty-two. Luke three twenty-two. Luke three twenty-two. And the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form like a dove. Hold on a moment. Now, 22 says, And the Holy Spirit descended in what? In bodily form. form. Somebody say, 
The Holy Spirit is a dove. The Holy Spirit is not a dove. Are you what I'm telling you? The Bible says never use any image to represent God. The Holy Spirit is not a dove. If a lie has been in church for too long, does not make it true. Are you what I'm telling you? Somebody say I'm 20 years old. Just because I've been seeing that for 30 years does not make your age to not change. <laughs> if they check your bones, your bones will show your real age. Glory to God. So the Holy Bible says that the Holy Spirit came in a bodily form. So it came in a body like a dove would descend. So that means the Holy Spirit descended the way a dove descends. Are you following what I'm saying? So he's trying to show the picture of how the Holy Spirit came on Jesus. Not that the Holy Spirit is a dove. A dove came on a lamb. No, not, no, not that. The Holy Spirit did not rush on him. He descended in bodily form like a dove. Did you, are you getting knowledge this morning? And a voice came from heaven. And the voice came from heaven. Uh huh. You are my son. Now who is the one talking now? God the God Father is talking from heaven. The Holy Spirit already descended on Jesus. Are you seeing that? Three of them in the same scripture. Wow, isn't that nice? So, this is how God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Can two of you come? Let me show you. Come quickly. Imagine I'm God the Father. This is God the Son. No, no, guy. Henry, come. Let's use three guys. This is God the stand here now. Spider-Man. This Spider-Man is Spider-Man. So, point to me. Point to you. Point. Point this way. Point this way. Now, this is how, this is how they, they, they function. Point your hand and drop that in. <laughs> Good. Now, this is how they function. So, God the Father is here. He's pointing to him. He says, no, you are the one. He says, no. So, everybody say, you are the one, you are the one. As I'm talking. No, it's you. It's you. It's you. It's you. It's you. This is how they do. I'm telling you. So, the Holy Spirit is here. He says, no, it's the Son that is there. Remember, Jesus said that the Holy Spirit will testify of me when he comes. When, the, when Jesus comes, he talks about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit appears. He brings the voice of the Father to you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That's how they walk. So, no one gets glory to himself. All of them, they function at the same time. The, the, the beautiful part about God the Father, God and the Holy Spirit is that they are not three finite distinct beings. So, it's like, it's like Tosin now appears in three forms. Are you following? When Tosin the Father appears, both are still there. When Tosin the Pastor appears, the Father and Husband is still there. When Tosin the Husband appears, if the tossing um, pastor and father is still there, that's where they work. Hallelujah. I said, glory to God. So the Holy Spirit always points you to Jesus. Jesus will always point you to the Father. The Father will always point you to the Holy Spirit. And they just go on in that way. Now, for those of you who still think whether the Holy Spirit is not God, look at it. Acts chapter 5 verse 3. Acts chapter 5 verse 3. Let me read. It says, and Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit? He says, why have you, he says, why have you allowed your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit? When you drop down to, the, to your next verses, he now told him that you have not lied to men, he said, but you have lied to God. So therefore, Peter called the Holy Spirit God. Are you following what I'm saying? Everybody said the Holy Spirit is God. Everybody said the Holy Spirit is God. So, I told you, though, now, the next one now, the Holy Spirit is a person. The Holy Spirit is a, is a what? Is a person. Now, who is a person? A person comes from something that has a personality. And to have a personality means that you have a soul. It means that you have a mind, a will, and an emotion. So, a person is not just something or someone that is alive. Because trees are alive, but they have no soul. So, they are not a person. Are you following what I'm saying? So we think as a person, we think, I think with my mind. I desire with my will. And I feel with my emotion. So the, in the same way, the Holy Spirit has a mind, he has a will, and he also has an emotion. So listen, God wants to build your life to the point where through the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will not begin to make you think what God thinks. When you become to desire what he desires. And when you begin to feel what he feels. Sometimes when we are praying in the spirit. You know, the Holy Spirit can make us to feel the pain that people are going through in their life. And we, in that prayer, because of that feeling we have. You see those emotions come out of us. Sometimes you are crying in prayer. Not because naturally we like to cry. I don't like all those mush, mush, mush up and down. Are you following? But the Holy Spirit can make me do it. 
Because he's the one that will fill my heart with those kind of things. Can you say amen? Listen, tell your neighbor, stop using your natural abilities to give excuses why you are not doing what God has asked you to do. Tell them again, stop using your natural abilities to give excuses why you are not doing the thing that God has asked you to do. Most of the time, we always use our natural abilities as excuses for why we are not doing the things that God has asked us to do. Listen, brothers and sisters, say I have the advantage. That's why I have the Holy Ghost. When you have the Holy Spirit, you have the advantage. Can you say amen, somebody? Say I have the advantage. When I became a pastor, the Holy Ghost gave me the advantage. When I became, when you become a businessman, the Holy Ghost will give you the advantage. When you become a teacher, the Holy Ghost will give you the advantage. Can you say amen? So stop saying the things that uh, I don't have. You know, somebody say, oh, if I only, if I only had the money, if I only had the connection, if I only have this one, if I only have this family. No, brother, you have the advantage. You have the advantage because I have the Holy Spirit. Remember, the, the Holy Spirit, Bible says, I just showed you all the things you can do. He's your teacher. He's your hard drive. He's a person. He's your assurance. He will teach you of things to come. He will teach you all things. And he also brings your remembrance of things. Can you say amen? John chapter 16 verse 13 from NIV. John 16 13. Look at the Bible says. It says, but when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will speak not of his own. He will speak only what he hears. And he will tell you of things yet to come. Glory to God. I like that one. Now let's go to um, Acts chapter 16 verse 6. Acts 16 verse 6. Let me show you something that the Holy Spirit does. It says, now when they had gone through Pargia and the region of Galatia, they were forbidden by who? Who forbid them? Look at your Bible. Who forbid them? The Holy Spirit to preach the word in Asia. Hey, hey, follow this carefully. How many of you know that God wants you to preach? How many of you agree? You agree? The disciples, they were going to a country to go and preach the gospel. The Holy Spirit said, don't go. He says, now is not the time. Listen, brothers and sisters, you must learn to be in God's place, in God's time, for God's purpose, in God's way. Anything you do outside of God's timing is a cause. Did you hear what I just told you? Anything you do outside of God's timing is a cause. Because the right thing at the wrong season is a cause. So, Bible said that the Spirit of God forbade them. That means He had to forcefully stop them. He forbade them. Forbade means that you have to stop someone, stop someone's will. Somebody, you know, sometimes maybe, let me give an example now. Maybe my boy come and say, Juice. I've given you one juice already. Come to us later. I want to drink juice. <laughs> I give him the second one. He now come two hours later and say, he wants to drink. I say, no. No juice. Not because I don't give him the juice, but I know, hey, this is not good for you. You can't be drinking this amount of juice like that. Are you following? Or in the night, come and say, no, no, no juice. So I forbid him. That means I have to stop his will. Are you following that? So the Holy Spirit can forbid you. Glory to God. Glory to God. Galatians chapter 5. Let's look at the next attribute of the Holy Spirit. Galatians chapter 5 verse 22. Galatians 5 22. He says, but the fruit of the Holy Spirit is love. Notice, he says that this fruit is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit has emotion. Remember, love is also an emotion too as well. Are you following? Now notice, notice what he said. He said that the Holy Spirit, he said the fruit of the Holy Spirit is. Everybody say is. What is is in English language? Singular. Are you following? So, the Holy Spirit has only one fruit. And his fruit is love. In that fruit called love, look at the next things inside the fruit. Joy is inside. Peace is inside. Long-suffering is inside. Kindness is inside. Goodness is inside. Faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And many more. Are you seeing that? But the major fruit of the Holy Spirit is love. Not, not the Bible didn't say the fruit of the Spirit are. It not say ah, it say is. Some Bibles that are very good will put is love and put full column and put the other parts of it. 
So, the fruit of the Spirit is love. Now, the next one, write it down. The Holy Spirit has emotions. The Holy Spirit has emotions. Now, let me show you another emotion of the Holy Spirit. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30. Ephesians 4, 30. It says, And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. So the Holy Spirit can be grieved. What is grief? What is grief? Huh? An emotional feeling where you are disappointed at somebody. Now, what grieves the Holy Spirit? What grieves the Holy Spirit? If you read the previous verses, it's very clear. Because it started from, if you are stealing, steal no more. It starts from those kind of scriptures. That's the same chapter. When you read on, you'll see why. What grieves the Holy Spirit is sin. Everybody says sin. Now, follow this very carefully. So you're getting very well. Now, the Bible says that in Ephesians, that we are saved by grace through faith. Not of yourselves, but in the will of God. Now, notice, it is by the grace of God that you have salvation. Now, when you are born again, your eternal security is sure. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? Sin will not be the reason why you will not go to heaven. That's not why. The reason why Jesus came on the earth is to solve the problem of sin. That's why he died with his own blood. So once, once you receive Christ into your life, you have received his payment. And that payment has sealed you until the day of redemption. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But when you still keep on living in sin as a Christian, it will block you from hearing from the Spirit on the earth. Let me explain. Come. Now, this is the Holy Spirit. Remember, the Holy Spirit is paripasu with me. That means everywhere I go, he goes. So I'm, so this is me now going my way. Now, me and the Holy Spirit are together. And the Holy Spirit tells me, go this way. I go. Then, let's say depression attacks me. They are now going back to the sin I do before. You know what happens? Distance happens. The Holy Spirit begins to shift away. Not that he hates me, but he can't stand still. So when he's talking to me, I can't hear anymore. Are you following what I'm saying? When you, when you continue living in sin, you cannot have a relation with the Holy Spirit anymore. It, it distances you from him. Not that God hates you. Not that he doesn't love you. But sin is hindering you from hearing clearly. And you come back in fellowship with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is back together with you. And as you are going about your life, it's with you. When you are about to enter that car, it's with you there. When you are about to make that mistake, it's with you there. When you are about to do that wrong thing, it's also there with you. When you are praying, it's there with you. When you are eating, it's there with you. When sometimes you are about to wear a cloak, the Holy Spirit says, wear these clothes. He's right there with you. The Holy Spirit cares about everything about you. He will tell you that what we had to, to, to wear. The hairstyle to do. One time, the Holy Spirit told me the hairstyle to do. I was doing so much. Why are you doing this hairstyle? I said, the Holy Spirit told me to do the hairstyle. <laughs> Hallelujah. He can tell you the type of things to wear. He can tell you the type of things to eat. The Holy Spirit can tell you, stop eating this food. Start eating this one. He will tell you, stop doing, do this part, do this part. Don't watch this TV, read this book. He will tell you everything. But when you, when you begin to live in sin, your block antenna, your antenna begins to break. Are you seeing that? This is what grieves the Holy Spirit. So if you, don't, if you want to stop grieving the Holy Spirit, then you have to live a life of rightness in the earth. Can you say amen? Remember, your righteousness is a gift from God. That means nothing you do can change your status as righteous. Because your righteousness is a gift from God. But your right living in the earth has to do with your relationship with the Holy Spirit. Can you say amen? Hallelujah, somebody. Are you learning something this morning? So in everything, you have to be anchored on the Holy Spirit. You know, and another word for the Holy Spirit is comforter. Everybody say comforter. I like this one. Can you sit down? Thank you. Now, who is a comforter? Oh, You know, sometimes, when you are going through tough times in your life, you need somebody to comfort you. Are you following? So somebody, somebody's family, somebody just died. There is someone to comfort them. You know, maybe, have you, have you ever, if, if you're not married, you don't understand this one. Have you, so sometimes, you know, we're sleeping in the night, maybe the night is very cold. Then, my wife and I is in the blanket, and then maybe in the night, I just roll. Then the blanket now leaves her body. She now says, what type? So that I can even resist them and say, what type of nonsense is this? No, if you're not married, you don't understand what I'm talking about now. So, you roll the blanket, and then I say, oh, sorry, sorry. Then we'll, I, if I want to talk to fight, blanket. In fact, one day, the fight day too much. We carry two blankets. Everybody carry your blanket and sleep. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes when you are cold in this life, when you are going through, you know, this, this world is very cold. When you are going through this cold world, 
Sometimes you need a blanket to warm you. And you know, when you carry all the things of this world, they will leave your body. But brother, instead of carrying the things of this world, you know, you, maybe somebody say, if I take this bottle of beer to calm me down, it will not calm you down. It's only going to expire. If I take this drug, it's going to help you. It's not going to help you. It will expire. Or if I go around doing this, um, sleeping around, it's, going to help you. it's not going to help you. No, you need the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is a cover. When you carry that blanket, he will wrap you in that blanket. When the enemy is throwing missiles, missiles, you are just, you know, sometimes you just carry the blanket and cover your head inside. No matter the AC is at the room, no matter how cold it is, you are warm inside. That's the Holy Spirit. Say the Holy Spirit is my comforter. A better word is the Holy Spirit is my cover. Say it's my cover. Sometimes when I say the Holy Spirit, cover me, cover me, cover me. When it covers you, every cold around your life cannot get to you anymore. That's what the Holy Spirit is. He's a comforter. Glory to God. So you not you don't just need a savior. You need a savior. When you are saved, you not need a comforter, you need a helper. So the Holy Spirit is my, is my, is my cover. Now what are the things that I gave you today? Number one, I said the Holy Spirit is my what? Is my teacher. Number two, the Holy Spirit is my what? Is my heart drive. He will remind me of things to come. The next one, the Holy Spirit is my assurance. When I have questions about God, when I don't know, you know, when I'm, when, when, when I'm having difficult situations, I don't know what to do, the Holy Spirit will assure me. When I want to get married to someone, the Holy Spirit will tell me this is the person to get married to. When I'm about to, you know, the Holy Spirit will tell me this friend, don't, don't make this person your friend. Will just... The next one, the Holy Spirit what? The Holy Spirit speaks. Somebody say, does the Holy Spirit speak? Yes, we saw it. The Holy Spirit can tell you things. Things that you didn't learn in school, he will teach you. Things that you didn't learn from anywhere, he will tell you about them. When you are in the board meeting, I don't know what to say. The Holy Spirit will fill your mouth with words. Hallelujah. Next one, we said the Holy Spirit is what? The Holy Spirit is my advantage. Everybody, the Holy Spirit is my advantage. Say the Holy Spirit is my advantage. Listen, the Holy Spirit knows of things to come. He is your advantage. The Holy Spirit knows your life five years. You know, you know, you know, you know, you know sometimes some people have this friendship with this guy or with this girl, eh? and they think that ah, nothing will break this friendship among us. Give them five years. Just five years. Some of them give them just two years. Friendship have died. And then when you look about the friendship, it was wasted time. If you had only listened to the Holy Spirit, He would have told you, don't make this person your friend. Are you seeing that? Remember, they are friends for a season and they are friends for life. Are you following? So you have to know. You have to know friends that are for a season and the ones that are there for life. So you know the level of investment to invest in people. You know, friendship is very costly. I mean, my friend is very costly. I think it's cheap. It's not, it's not cheap to have friends. Didn't you read your Bible? Solomon said that the rich man has many friends. Because friendship costs money. <laughs> when you do bed dinner, your friend will bring gifts for you. Problem. <laughs> he don't call you. You know, so that your friend, you will call, you talk on the phone. I have some friends, eh? you talk on the phone for three hours. Is it free call? I bought credit. Free call. We'll do video call. Friends will do video call. Is it free? Or if we are chatting, sending pictures, sending messages, it's not free. It costs. It's, it's costly. So you have to invest wisely. Hallelujah. Choose your friends. Listen, you cannot, you, you can't choose your brother or your sister or your cousin or your nephew. Are you following? But you can choose your friends. Are you seeing that? You can choose your friends. So choose them. This one you have the right to choose now. Choose. Next one I told you, the Holy Spirit is what? No, after the Holy Spirit, my advantage. Next one, the Holy Spirit is God. Everybody says the Holy Spirit is God. Then the next one, the Holy Spirit is a person. Come on, we need to write this one down. The Holy Spirit is a person. Then the last one, the Holy Spirit has emotions. Do you get it now? Now let's run it quickly now in 30 seconds. Number one, when we talk now. The Holy Spirit is my teacher, number two. Is my hard drive, number three. Is my assurance, number four. He speaks, number five. Is my advantage, number six. The Holy Spirit is God, number seven. Is a person, number seven, number eight. 
The Holy Spirit has emotion. Which which one of them do you like? The Holy Spirit has emotion. Which one, which one, which one do you like? Your advantage. I like that one. Huh? My heart I like that one too. My teacher, I like that. Which one again? It's my assurance. I like the one. The Holy Spirit is my advantage. Say, I have the advantage. Now say, I am not disadvantaged in this life. Because I have the Holy Spirit. Say, the Holy Spirit is my advantage. I told you, stop. You Somebody say, you know, I cannot stand before a crowd. You know, I'm very um, shy. I don't know how to talk in the crowd. Brother, stop using your natural abilities. Can you say amen? Listen, I told you, I never wanted, I never wanted to be a pastor. I like to stay indoor. Nobody will see me for one week. Stay with myself. That's what I like. That's my natural ability. But when I come, you know, every time I come on Sunday, you, you, you are coming to me and say, oh, I'm coming to receive word today. And me, I'm thinking, God, which word are we having for Sunday? I say, ah, what are we having? And then, the thing never finishes. It never runs dry. Because the Holy Ghost is my advantage. Are you seeing that? It's my advantage. How can I turn and talk for hours? The Holy Spirit is my advantage. He has given me that ability. So I don't use my natural ability anymore. I say, Holy Spirit, thank you because you had my advantage. Hallelujah. I say, Hallelujah. Stop using your human weakness to give excuses why you're not doing the thing that God asked you to do. Somebody say, you know, if I'm only born into a rich home. Who told you so? The Holy Ghost is your advantage. Listen, it was the same Holy Spirit that brought quails from the north to feed people for one month. They were still chopping meat every day. That same Holy Spirit has not changed. He can cause the men and the women, the right people to come to you and prosper you. That same Holy Spirit can make it happen. Hallelujah. You are thinking about when you say, I'm about to get married. How will I get money? Oh, don't worry, brother. Say the Holy Spirit is my advantage. Yes, in everything that concerns your life, you are advantage. You are advantage. I have the advantage. Say, I have the advantage. Say, I have the advantage. Have you heard somebody say that, you know, we are the ones that are privileged? Have you heard that before? So, I'm privileged because I have the Holy Spirit. I'm among the privileged ones. I'm at the advantage. Stand to your feet this morning. Let's close. Woo! Holy Spirit.